The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. I will play this interview that I did with Christine Cousins just before 9 o'clock, before coming to where this morning, um, and I sat down for that pre-record with her, and I began by asking her, I suppose, about how we should be feeling today, given that we've done it extremely tough here in Victoria. We've been by far the worst state in terms of the number of days spent in lockdown, and I suppose how much hope we can have today that there will be a positive announcement from the Premier. We certainly have done it tough, um, particularly our small businesses, as we know. Um, but today's looking like we will get some relief from those restrictions. But I have to say, you know, Geelong has been amazing in stepping up and, you know, keeping everyone safe. Um, People are doing the right thing. Um, In fact, all Victorians are, and we see that with the results that have been coming out over the last couple of days. So, you know, I think it's been something we've had to do, um, but we've done it very well and... You know, hopefully today we'll see a significant um, reduction in those restrictions. There's an article today in the Geelong Advertiser about the businesses that have closed during the period of COVID. Does the support available, whether it's to individuals or business, go far enough? Oh, look, I think that's always a challenge for state government. Um, You know, every day our ministers and um, bureaucrats are looking at how we continue to support Um, businesses, working with industries across the board. Um, It's very, very difficult. You know, it's something we haven't experienced before, a global pandemic. But I think everybody's doing the best that they can. Um, But in saying that, certainly it has been so challenging for businesses. A lot of talk about the vaccine rollout because clearly that's going to be the way forward from potential future lockdowns. What do you make of the debate around whether the vaccine, uh, the Pfizer vaccine, should be redirected in large numbers towards New South Wales because of what they're going through at the moment? Uh, look, I think, you know, the, the Prime Minister actually made it very clear that we can't move away from the national rollout of the vaccine. Um, you move it to one state and then you have problems in the other and then what do you do? You keep moving it around. I think overall the ideal is to get as many people vaccinated as possible right across the country, not just in a particular state. And, you know, I think, you know, the Premier made it pretty clear that the vaccines that are about to come in that New South Wales were asking for are already allocated to people. People have already got appointments, so then what do you do? Say, well, no, you're not going to have a vaccine. Mm. So I think, you know, it is challenging and it's difficult and, you know, my heart goes out to the people of New South Wales. We, we know what it's like, um, but we need to get through this through the vaccine system. From what you can see, is the vaccine rollout actually improving or is it still just as bad as what it was and just as difficult to access a vaccine as what it was, say, four weeks ago? Oh, look, I think it's starting to pick up a bit, um, but we've still got a very long way to go. Um, I know the vaccine centre out at Ford, um, being run by Bowen Health, has been amazing and the feedback I get from constituents is very, very positive. They're really um, pleased and grateful of the support they get out there when they go out. Um, I think, you know, everybody is doing as much as they can to get vaccines into people's arms. 
Um, into some of the other news, and I believe that there's some funding to support land care volunteers in Geelong that's announced. Yeah, and, you know, these are really important initiatives and, you know, the community plays a huge role in that. So, you know, any projects like that, you know, great community initiatives, I fully support them. And what do the land care volunteers do? How do they improve the landscape? Well, you know, I think weeds are a big issue um, that many deal with, but planting and just caring for the, for the land, you know, cleaning up rubbish, all those things that need to happen. Um, and, you know, I'm certainly very grateful to those, to those volunteers and the work that they do. I also see that since we last spoke, there's been a new name for the relocated Oberon South Primary School. Yes, yes, which is really exciting. And the um, school community were really keen to have um, an Indigenous name for their school. Um, they're also working towards, you know, having quite a bit of artwork and um, local involvement of the traditional owner group, which is really exciting. And, and I'd love to see all of our schools doing that. Um, and also designing a new uniform, which um, reflects Aboriginal culture. What's the process like for selecting a new Aboriginal name for a school? So in this case, it's called, uh, I think, Wangala Primary School. Yeah. Uh, how do you go about whittling down all of the possible names that would relate to the area and the things that uh, it could be called? How do you decide on that final name? Yeah, so um, the school contacts the traditional owners and they have a discussion with them about the most appropriate um, words that could be used um, in... Um, Aboriginal culture, there are some words that are not appropriate. So it's really important to have that consultation with the traditional owners. Um, they, it then goes to the school community for discussion and um, selection of the, you know, the best name. And then it gets put through to the minister and the minister then signs off on that. And so there is community consultation around the name. I see. And also in terms of uh, more broadly, um, I see that there's some involvement with Aboriginal artists at the uh, GAC, the Arts Centre, and it's trying to uh, promote tourism to that arts precinct. And also I think there's another tourism initiative involving uh, the Wadurong uh, Owners Corporation. Yeah, that's right. So the Geelong Arts Centre have put out a call for um, expressions of interest to, to undertake some of the art in the new redevelopment, which is fantastic. Um, and that will um, reflect the culture and history of this region. Um, then we've also funded the Wadarung to establish uh, an Aboriginal tourism business plan, which will look at what cultural experiences can be developed in the region, but also look at, um, you know, uh, entrepreneurial type activities, um, small business, Aboriginal businesses being involved, getting into that tourism, which has been sadly lacking in this region, I have to say. Well, are there any regions that you look at and you think that's a good model of how Aboriginal tourism and cultural experiences can work? Yeah, look, I think down in the southwest with the amazing Budge Bim, um, they're doing some fantastic work down there and have been working very hard to develop a tourism plan not only to <clears throat> provide um, visitors with that cultural experience, but also to protect um, what they have there. So that's a really good example, I think, of what can be done. 
and the Wadarang will be looking at what opportunities we have here in the region, um, on particularly on some of the cultural sites. So just finally, it's a very significant day, as we said at the start, with the um, feeling that perhaps some of the restrictions might be eased. There's a little bit more freedom. Um, where to from here and how should we be feeling today? Oh, look, I, I would hope that people will be feeling um, some relief and and feeling proud at, at the fact that we've been able to do this. Um, but I think we still do need to take great caution in um, making sure we are keeping each other safe. Um, you know, if we look at what happened in Bowen Heads and the, the situation there where, you know, we have a person in hospital quite seriously ill with COVID, um, we just need to be mindful that how contagious this virus is and how important it is to continue to follow the restrictions, um, you know, wearing masks, social distancing, um, you know, avoiding large gatherings, all those things without preempting what's going to be in the announcement today. I just think we all need to be really diligent and I think people are. Well, thank you very much for being on the program. Really appreciate it as always. Thanks, Mitch. Bye. State MP for Geelong, Christine Cousins. There, I recorded that interview just before nine o'clock. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.